0: Hello, Virginia Heffernan here. What you're about to hear is a teaser for today's episode of TrumpCast, which is available in full for Slate Plus members only. See how tempted you are now to sign up for Slate Plus? We've made one in four episodes exclusive to Slate Plus members because they help support the work we do on TrumpCast and help fund other Slate podcasts like Slow Burn and Charged. To sign up and hear this episode and every episode of TrumpCast in full, please visit slate.com slash trumpcast plus. It's only $35 for the first year. That is Zlotties a day. And you'll get other benefits like ad-free podcasts and discounted tickets to live Slate events. So sign up now at slate.com slash trumpcast And thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to TrumpCast. I'm Virginia Heffernan. My guest is the Accept No Substitutes writer Michael Wolf who laid to waste any idea that Trump might be tolerably okay and not catastrophic in the Oval Office with his book Fire and Fury about the first year of this administration. Now Michael has out a portrait of Trump agonistes in Siege, which tells the story of the Trump White House under investigation by Robert Mueller. Wolf has said he doesn't do stock political reporting, but rather character studies, and that's just why we need him. Also, People talk to Wolf, and sometimes they seem to just want to vent to him or confess to him, no matter the risks. We're going to talk about Ivanka, Jared, Hope Hicks, Robert Mueller, and of course that sicko in the White House whose name is right now slipping my mind. Michael, thanks for coming back to Trumpcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You were here for Fire and Fury with my departed colleague and Trumpcast founder, Jacob Weisberg.
1: I was indeed.
0: That was a very successful and surprising, shocking book, Fire and Fury. And I think you followed it up with something great here, too, in the form of Siege, the new book. Thank you. Okay. Well, I just said this before we went on, but you have a very recessive, quiet manner compared to the people you spend time with.
1: Well, you know, you have to, I mean, one of the things is, and everyone has always said, well, how do you get them to talk like this? How do do you get, and, and the truth is, you just don't say anything.
0: It's amazing. I'll just like pour anything into that vacuum myself. And so I'm sure that, say, Steve Bannon does the same thing.
1: It's just the thing. You just have to remember, don't interrupt.
0: It's horrible listening to a tape, you know, when you've done an interview and you step on the person. You like want to contribute? You step on what they're saying, so I will not do that with you, Steve Bannon. You've spent way too much time with Steve Bannon, by my count. He used to sometimes be anonymous, but now he just talks so much to the to the media and and to you for these books that he is on the record. And
1: yeah, he may be at the end of the day the the narrator of the Trump years. We think of Trump. Partly because of the way Steve Bannon thinks of him. And he's on the record with me, but um, frequently, actually a good part of everything else you read is Steve not being on the record or being barely on the record. And he is the great explainer about Trump world. Curiously, he's the explainer to the liberal media.
0: Yeah, there was. I think there was a sort of joke about his off-the-record quotes or his unattributed quotes, um, where he's always suddenly saying, "If someone refers to Aeschylus, say <laughs> you know it's Steve Bannon. If someone refers to this or that in Vatican politics, or you know, or uh, Roman emperors."
1: Actually, actually, there's even a broader thing. I think you can tell. Uh, certainly, at this point, I can tell. I can read most stories. And identify who's talking. I think that that must be true of everybody who has spent some time with these people. Partly because the voices are so distinct, um, and partly because everybody are they are they are constantly retelling these these stories. Um, even the Times had a story the the other day, which was cloaked in anonymity. But I know that the source has told, uh, you know, dozens of people.
0: So I think I said this on Twitter, but I just want to say it to your face. You're in the studio. Not only is this an extension of the Chronicle in the first book and and like closes basically like up to the minute with the Trump story and the Mueller investigation, but it also is a template for how to cover an irrational administration with some degree of rationality and a deceptive president truthfully, almost everyone who writes about our times is going to have to supply some framework for how they managed a president who lies chronically compulsively and in most of the time inverts the truth absolutely and then never backs down
1: and and also add and, and, and he does this often without purpose. So you can say that people people lie, politicians are always lying, and they have there's a cause and effect relationship to those lies, which yeah. are so we can understand that we can have a logic, but it becomes much different if somebody is lying for and has no reason to lie mm-hmm. so you you create a whole these whole worlds which actually are divorced from cause and effect, so you know the mexico thing last last week mm-hmm. you know totally fascinating in which he went through this this thing. So he declares he's going to put these, you know, loan shark-like tariffs on Mexican goods. Nobody knows he's going to say that. His mm-hmm. advisors don't know. The Republican leadership do- doesn't know. It's an economically implausible, if not impossible, thing, thing to do. But yet suddenly he declares it. And mm-hmm. so then he has to figure out, and the people around him have to figure out, how you walk back from that. Mm-hmm. And so you you walk back from that by announcing that it has had a wide effect and it has succeeded and it's a victory while in the end nothing has changed at all yeah literally nothing the world is as it was before this this utterance yeah you know north korea is exactly like that you know we're going to bomb north korea we're going to go to war etc 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 oh no we're going to embrace North Korea, and I'm going to go see the people in North Korea, and we're going to do a great deal. Yeah, but in the end, literally nothing has changed.
0: And in, in some ways, that's that's good, right? Because either his fire and fury with North Korea, or his friendship, or unilateral extensions of friendship with Kim Jong Un, wouldn't be good for national security. So we hope that other. Foreign leaders see him as just a dotard popping off. You know, initially, yeah. I
1: know, and I, th- I think, I think people do recognize that. You, you know, you just discount everything. You just let it go by. You grin and bear it because it has no effect.
0: Yeah. Let's go back to Bannon because you've had so much interaction with him, and he himself is fascinating, as the kind of Virgil figure that's going to tell all these stories. Sometimes you make him seem so interesting and certainly he has a more interesting mind than Trump's that I worry that or I i don't know I speculate that he's like Charlotte to Trump's Wilbur like he's the one writing some pig over a very average little oinking Trump and that makes me think that Bannon has created a story in parallel with whatever Trump is.
1: Well I think two things I think Bannon has for one thing created the monster. Yeah. There is no President Donald Trump without Stephen K. Bannon. Yeah. I think that's incontrovertible, and it's proved out by how crazy it makes Trump when anyone suggests this. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's the other thing. There, there is the narrative beyond Trump. So Trumpism really is Bannonism. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that we think the the, the fundamental ideology of. Trumpism, with its right-wingness and the immigration stuff and the racist stuff and ho- however you want to you characterize that, is actually more Steve Bannon than it is Donald Trump.
0: That was our preview. Aren't you compelled to hear more? You can. Just sign up for Slate Plus at slate.com slash Trumpcast Plus to listen to the full episode and get all our podcasts without... Ads, that's slate slash trumpcast plus.